magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Natasha. Hello. So this week, oh, I guess so last week was Thanksgiving. Yeah. So how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was really nice. It was very small this year. We decided to keep it small. My son doesn't <laughs> like having a lot of people over. Oh, at yeah. any time or just at Thanksgiving? Anytime. Oh. He doesn't like people in his house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one year I had a birth karaoke birthday party here and he was real upset about oh, it. Oh, is it because he's really sensitive? And he yeah. Goes, yeah, he likes to have space. Yeah. Yeah. But um, one of his gratitudes this year when we were at around the table was he said he was grateful he wasn't surrounded by 20 other people. Oh, <laughs> oh so funny. We're a family of introverts. But then we went, to, but we did have a friend and her mom over who was visiting from out of town. And then we went to the movies with another couple of our friends. And that was really fun. We What'd you see? Knives Out. Have oh, I don't know that? about it. No. Oh, it's so funny. It's a miss, like a whodunit. Hmm. But it's really funny, too. It was good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we loved it. So, yeah, it was a good Thanksgiving. What about you? It was really good. And it, it does relate to the cards. So we can start oh, doing yeah. our check-in. So last yeah. week, our cards were, I got um, the B, which was mm -hmm. like something about being busy. And oh, hard it work. Being busy? It was about oh. working. Yeah, working hard. And then ah. your the card you drew was clean it up, and it was reversed, and it was like kind of like anti codependency, like take care of your own stuff and not yeah. other getting in other people's fields. And so, yeah, it started out. I started out with a holiday problem. Remember how I told you about the holiday problem that I had on your my birthday. Holiday. Your holiday problem? Yeah. Like yeah. And I, how on my birthday this year, I felt just really inexplicably depressed. Yeah. <laughs> and it just spiraled. Yeah. Well, it, it started out that way again. It's Ugh, so weird because so I like, sad. I tell myself like, it's just another day. Like there's yeah. no, I don't know why, but it's just like, I feel this, it's like depression. I'm like, I yeah. just want to lay around. I don't feel motivated to do anything. Nothing sounds good to me. And I wonder, um, have you ever thought about are you do you think maybe you're taking on other people's like because there is a lot of energy around holidays yeah I mean I think there are is I think it's just a lot of dimensions I don't mm, know yeah. I can't I don't know if I can put my finger on exactly one thing but I do feel like just like sad like it just yeah. it's this feeling of sadness like I miss the people who aren't around and then, and then another years it's like a marking of the year it's so funny because I feel like I feel so excited about every day except holidays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just like was sending me into this depression. And then I, um, Ted was like, do you want to go for a walk? It's nice outside because it is so sparkly. There's like snow everywhere, but oh, it was wow. in the 40s, which actually feels pretty warm on a snowy, oh, sunny day. Gosh. 
So I was like thinking, no, I do not want to go for a walk. I don't want to do anything. And Mm. then, but I overrode that and I went for the walk because I thought that would shift it because it did on my birthday when he finally dragged me out. And it totally did. It turned it around. We just walked to the post office and back. And it was so pretty out. And then we got back. We decorated for the holidays. Oh, you did? Yeah, made a really delicious meal. And it was just Um. really turned out to be a fun day. Oh, good. So it was the busyness, the bee. I was thinking it was the bee. Like, do something. Like, even Uh though, like, fight against that yin feeling of, like, get the yang energy going. And and then also maybe, like you said, maybe I am taking on other people's energies. I I mean, I am. It's like that expectation of some, like, it's your birthday or it's Thanksgiving. Like, you need to be excited and happy, you know? Yeah. I do think, I wonder, did something not to be reading but I think maybe I think you may have mentioned this too but I wonder if there's a particular holiday when you were a teenager that didn't go right or something mm. where it kind of I mean stuck holidays and birthdays were always kind of not great yeah. for me growing yeah. up so That's there is what that it probably is it's just like yeah you need to clear that out so I mean you don't need to but if you don't want to feel yeah I mean fine. I mean I, I was a kid and there was so, I mean, there were, I was excited in many ways about holidays, but yeah. having the divorced parents from a young age, I think that often creates just baggage. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. I always weirdly usually loved the holidays. It was like the one time I did love. So oh, I think yeah. that's why I love them so much. Yeah. Especially Christmas because my, Mom used to, the way she showed love, and by the way, I just want to say that one of my cats is in here snoring so loudly. Oh, I can't hear it. I know if it will be picked up. I can't hear it on my end. (laughs) Oh, she's so loud. Um, Anyway, um, so the way she showed love was through money and presents, which has its own privilege, I realize, but... um, I would just be so excited yeah. for Christmas because it was like a real, it was like the one time I felt like warmth. Yeah. And I, maybe not one time, maybe an exaggeration, but definitely it was the one dependable time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I love it. Not necessarily Thanksgiving, but I do love Thanksgiving too. Yeah. Cool. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that was our week. Oh, the other thing is I, want, I wanted to tell you because you and people should know also, I've been um about this cure for UTIs in case anybody has UTIs. I get them way too much for no reason. I've had it checked out. No one can figure out why. But then you told me about this herb called Uva Ursi. Mm-hmm. Which has been really helpful, but I realized I've been taking a little too much of it. Oh no, what happens when you take too much? Well, <laughs> I'm very sensitive. To, my body's very sensitive to all medications. I re- one time when I, I had to have surgery and the last thing I remember saying to her was, um, I'm sensitive to medication. (laughs) And then I went out and I asked her what was the last thing I said. And she said that was the last thing I said. But this, I've been having very vivid dreams, like full moon kind of dreams, but it's not the full moon. And I was like, why am I doing this? And then I realized, I think it must be the Uverse. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like I had a dream last night and I'll be real short, but that Dolly Parton was going to give me liposuction. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
And I was, I was just like, I showed up for dental work and she was like, oh no, honey, we're going to get liposuction. <laughs> How did you feel about it? Well, I was like, huh? But oh, what happened was, and this was kind of a layover from the movie we saw because there's morphine involved in this movie. They started injecting me with morphine and it felt great. Oh, yeah. Because when I was, I actually, I had a C-section for my son and they gave me morphine and it was like the best. Oh, day. yeah. Oh, such a I great bet. Day. I don't know yeah. if I've had morphine, but I assume it's pretty great. Oh, just the best. Anyway, so it was in my dream she had given me morphine and I was like just like okay like I was a little confused but anyway that was just one thing I mean so much weirdness so just don't overdo it but check it out if you need a cure for yeah the tincture just like so instant do you have that instant pain relief too it's amazing well I already took a pain reliever for it Mm. so I don't know how instant. It worked, but it did, like, by the time that had worn off, it was gone. Yeah, it's, it's really powerful in my experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Um, all right. I just realized that we didn't talk about this before, but were we going to do a holiday thing or are we going to do Oh, next I thing? do have one recommendation ready. You for, do? Yeah, holiday gift. Okay. But you don't have to do yours. I can just Well, no, about I mine. had one, too. Oh, okay. Let's you do You want to do? I actually had three. Oh, yeah, we could do three. You can do three if you you want. (laughs) Um, Do we want to do it now? (laughs) Yes. I mean, is that your check-in? Was that how you... That was my check-in. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You're finished? I have a UTI. (laughs) (laughs) TMI UTI. Okay. So gift guide time? mm Mm-hmm. Gift guide time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why don't you start? Okay. So I just have one thing I think our listeners may really like to know about, and that is that this year a new tarot deck came out, and it Mm. is called the Starman Tarot. I don't Mm. have it, but it looks amazing, Mm. and it's Mm. um, David Bowie inspired. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. That's real amazing. Yeah. The artist actually worked with David Bowie on album covers and like set design and stuff. Mm Wow. And the art is just really gorgeous. It's by um, David David DeAngelis, and it's like sacred geometry and alchemy and magic, and it's just so gorgeous. So it's published by my publisher, Llewellyn Worldwide. And I think anyone who you know who loves David Bowie who also might like a tarot deck, it's just the absolute perfect gift for them. I mean, it's a great overlap. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like mine are going to sound kind of random, <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. Cause you, I think, you know, I've been doing lots of, I have to like tone it down on the classes. Like I, I take so many classes. Oh, no. I, I mean, I know you've mentioned a lot of classes, but I didn't realize you were doing them like at, at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, uh... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't finish them oh. at the same time. I mean, I do eventually, but it's not a great system that I have. Mm. I really need to stop and just finish each one before I get another one. But um, there's this place called Udemy. Have you heard of it? It's I U-D-E-M-Y. have. And at first I was like, oh, this is just some random, you know, it looks very, I don't know, uh, like, 
internet. <laughs> I know oh. it looks like it looks. Um, well, this is not selling it very well, but it looks kind of <laughs> utilitarian. Like yeah. it's like, but I've had re- there are really great teachers on there. Oh, like is and it all number of different kinds everything. of classes? Everything you oh. could uh, like. Apparently, Brett because um, <laughs> he was like. What did you sign up for at Udemy? And I was like, oh, it's um, manifesting your, or changing your money archetype through hypnosis. <laughs> and he was like, oh, because his business apparently bought a bunch of classes from there to help oh. their, um, his, I don't know, the business. So it's like a, uh, like a forum for all kinds of different yes. needs. But they're really good teachers on there. Like you and and the price is like you can often find like it's like ten dollars for like amazing content. Oh cool. Yeah. So I really recommend that. And if you happen to be listening to this today, so, which is I guess Cyber Monday, I, I'm sure they're gonna I don't know, but I'm sure they're gonna have a lot of um deals on there because they usually do. It's really, yeah, it's just not, it's not frivolous. It's like really good teachers, I think. And then the other thing I was going to say was, which I did mention in our newsletter, but this truly is a gift that keeps on giving for me, are these um, astrology candles at Hmm. Target. Okay. They all smell so good and they look really good. Like they're black with gold, the picture of the constellation on them. So anyway, I That's love fun. Them. I, I yeah. saw that um, Joanna DeVoe, who has the Hippie Witch podcast, she posted oh. about them on Twitter because she said, oh, she did? well, yeah. And she said, because I guess she's a Libra. And she said um, that the people at Twitter, I mean, the people at Target didn't realize that Libras <laughs> love candles. And she said that all the other candles oh. were in stock, but the Libra ones were sold out. Oh, that's funny because and I'm Libra Moon and I like bought all of them. But <laughs> it's like I need one for every <laughs> every season of the year. Um, but when I went there, the Leos were out, and I was like, "Of course, because Leos <laughs> they like want to everyone shine. to know yeah. who they are." Yeah. Um. So you guess you can find many reasons, but there's that. So those are my. I'll just I'll leave it at two. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and maybe we can make it a theme if we think of other things we can bring it up. Okay. Through until the and Hanukkah is overlapping this year with Christmas. Oh, is it? FYI. Mhm, which is not usual. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good so usually know. it's like a lot earlier. I guess sometimes it's later, but yeah, anyway. Um so there's lots of times and even if you don't celebrate any of it, you know, it's fun to um, get stuff that help your life feel good. Yep. And that brings us to the Goddess <laughs> Provisions Box. Oh, right? yeah. Um, so the Goddess Provisions Box, you can go to our website and check out, you know, click on the Goddess Provisions Box at the right bottom right corner. And it is this really fantastic box of self-care goodies it has like five to six products there's tea it could be tea could be like a facial product there's usually a crystal in there um all kinds of fun stuff for a really amazing price monthly subscription box and it's all vegan and cruelty free and they plant a tree for every box you order so if you click on it from our site it helps support our podcast that's right magicmondaypodcast.com is not part of this, but they also have a new thing called a moon subscription. Did you know oh, about this? I did it's not know. $9 and we don't get 
anything from this unless maybe we can I don't know <laughs> if it's posted on our thing but I really like it it's like it gives you a new moon and full moon meditation and then lots of like tells you the herbs and the crystals for each one and mm. it's like a whole like a moon package you neat yeah so they do that too um all right we Tess and I usually um, talk about what we're going to do in the show before a lot of times, but this time we were just chatting, so (laughs) I realized that we haven't talked about various things, but um, are we going to do the questions now? I do. Well, I found one question. Is there more than one? Um, I think you're talking about that first one. Yeah. Um, I don't think we... You know what? I'll look at it as as your... um, talking it because i do think there's a there's another one oh okay in there. well let's start with this one so yeah. this you is from kaylee hello tuss and natasha thank you for this podcast i look forward to it every week my question is more about asking your advice on what it means being born on a cusp for example i recently learned that i was born on a cancer leo cusp july 25th which finally explained why i've never felt 100 percent leo So my question is more about how much of this affects your personality. Would it be a 50-50 split? When people ask what your sun sign is, should people reply that they basically have two? What are your opinions about this? Thank you in advance and blessed be. Um, Okay. Do you want to say something? Yeah. I'm actually born exactly on a cusp. Oh, yes. You have Rick Springfield's birthday. Oh, right. August 23rd. And Mm -hmm. um, so it's like so on the cusp of that. Sometimes it depends on the year. Like sometimes it's Leo, sometimes it's Virgo. And I happen to be on the Virgo side. And so I have had my own journey with this. Like for a long time, I thought oh, I get to pick, you know, which one am I? And so I was like, Mm. I pick Leo because I want to be like really sparkly and, you know, like Mm -hmm. the center of attention. Mm -hmm. And then because I was, you know, young then. And then um, and but over that over time, I have started to see that I actually am more Virgo. And even because I was due on August 20th, but it was almost like I waited, I feel like, to be born after the sun moved into Virgo. This Mm -hmm. is just like over time, I've kind of realized like, yeah, I have, I can see the Leo tendencies for sure. Like I've always wanted to perform. I've always liked to be, for people to listen to me, to be on stage. I went to acting school, you know, I can definitely see, and I've admired the Leo qualities like Mick Jagger and Madonna and Bill Clinton, mm. you know how they're all mm-hmm. Leos. <laughs> Just so is Obama. Like, oh, was he? Is he a Leo? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. No. Yes, August sixth. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can kind of like see that radiant. I don't know. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I just have started to feel like, uh, yeah, I'm a Virgo with Leo tendencies, some Leo tendencies. I feel like that's, I don't know if everyone who's on the cusp, my cousin Emily is actually exactly on the cusp of cancer in Leo, like Kaylee, but she's like the 23rd. And I think she feels the same, that it's like, she's a Leo, but she has some cancer tendencies. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, um, you know, I've been getting really into astrology lately, and that's what I have heard. I'm not on the cusp, but um, that you basically get kind of a mix. And somebody, I talked to my friend who does a lot of astrology, and she was saying she thinks it's like, um, what did she say? Something about like, it's like, 
your um how do I put this like evolution like um I want to read exactly how she said it can be like an evolutionary leap so you're kind of like growing from one to the other maybe oh, interesting. you're like yeah I liked that thought um I I, I know also my favorite uh astrology book is called the only astrology book you'll ever need by Oh, I have that Joanna book. Martine Wolfolk. It's and really big, right? That book. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. has in that she talks about the decanons. I think that's how you pronounce it, the decanons. So every mm. sign within every sign there's three different decanons, if that's how you pronounce it. And so okay. it's like <laughs> the ones that are closer, you know, like for me, I'm in the first one, so it's closer to Leo. It's kind of like um like watercolors, like they fade uh-huh. in. Yeah. But it's that like makes sense. if you think about watercolors or if you think about the rainbow, it's there is this is violet and it but it is a little bit more blue. You know, you just kind of yeah. fade from one to the next. And there's also just like I have a friend who's a Leo but is an Aquarius rising and she's so much more Aquarius than Leo and um there's so much else. It's like it right. really depends what house it's in, what how what the degrees are. And your you know. Chinese sign is a huge yeah. deal. So well, there's a lot of things. There's so much that goes into it. Yeah. It's interesting you bring up the Chinese sign because I think this one we have not read and it's similar. It may just be a repeat of what we're saying, but I'm going to read it anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. She says, I'm a baby witch who is hesitant to engage with astrology because there's so much to learn that it feels impossible. I'm also very skeptical about it. However, I've taken the baby steps of learning my moon and rising sign in addition to my sun sign, which like most people, people I already knew. Here's how it breaks down. My, both my sun and moon signs are Leo. My rising sign is Scorpio. If we throw in some Chinese zodiac into the mix, I was born in a dragon year. You would think I'd be an extroverted, fiery, fierce leader when in reality I'm 100% Scorpio. I'm introverted, private. I definitely have a stinger and I used to be a mortician. Um, I have read that many Scorpios are attracted to the topic of death and mystery surrounding it and that resonates with me so much. In contrast, I relate to very little about the Leo archetype. Can you explain why that might be? Or can you maybe delve into the role of rising signs in our day-to-day lives? Thank you so much. So it's, you know, a lot like what we just said. There's so much more. The it, the energies of your chart d- also depend on like how I think, I mean, this is, I'm not an expert, but it's like, it depends. Like sometimes you can have so many different planets in one house and then that can be extra charged where a lot of your energy is. Or if like you're like my Aries, my Aries is in my Mars is in Aries and that's its home planet and so that energy is stronger in my chart because it's in its home mm-hmm. so there can be a lot of reasons for that and I know what she's saying because I'm Pisces rising and I do feel Aquarius but I really feel my Pisces very strongly um so yeah there there I think it also really does yeah, have to do with it's it is, as she said, it's overwhelming to learn because there's so many intricacies. Yeah. So and it's not. You so. know what I also think might be going on is that I wrote about this in uh, You Are Magical that there's you you may be expressing the sign or it may just not be expressed yet 
So mm. it so for example, with me, like Ted likes I met Ted when I was twenty one and he likes to remind me <laughs> about how messy I was when he met me. Like yeah. I had gum like a like chewed gum sticking on my dashboard (laughs) and he was like and you would make a peanut butter sandwich and there would be peanut butter everywhere in the kitchen and and that to me that's I feel like that's at the inverted Virgo and because Virgo Mm -hmm. it is so um so perfectionist that if like if I couldn't be perfectly clean then I wanted to be perfectly messy. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think a lot of times with the signs you're like, "What? Well, I'm like the opposite of the sign and it's more that the energy just isn't expressed yet or it's like inverted." Yes. And I have I have encountered that with Leo's especially with I think it's really noticeable with Leo's because mm. Leo's are such natural performers and they are they love to be seen and appreciated that I feel like it that is an energy that can be really easily inverted. Like if totally. you haven't stepped into that yet, then you're like, okay, then I don't want anyone to see me. Like I don't, I'm not yes. ready for that. And so it, I, that's just something you might want to explore. I think if totally. you aren't full, if you're like, I'm the opposite of my sign, maybe be like, well, is there a way that I can, like, what if I really do want to be seen more or. Yeah, like journal about it. Like, how would I feel if I was mm-hmm. seen? Because she said, yeah, basically, she was kind of describing the opposite qualities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <clears throat> I I can see, I mean, I think about that with a lot of people I know, I can think of like a Capricorn, I know who can re- will remain nameless, who's in my family, <laughs> who, <laughs> who, you know, that's like success driven. And like, I can see how her her desire to succeed has almost paralyzed her. Like she doesn't, you know, where I think it is really helpful to look and see, because I've had that too. I have Capricorn rising, but it does feel so good when I finally am like, I am going to apply myself and I am going to work hard. But like, I can look back and see times when that energy has been blocked because it just has been too much. Like I haven't wanted to like fully go into it. Well, it also reminds me of when people, they have, you know, they say like, if there's somebody you really don't like, you should really look at that because oh, a lot yeah. of times it's the shadow part of yourself yeah. that you're shoving down, you know, and that that's why it's like hitting such a nerve. Yeah. So to look at that and be either gentle with it and loving to, or like you reject that part of yourself basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's like yeah. this really fun. Have I mentioned this before? How on the podcast, how I um, did the exercise from the artist way where it said to make a list of the people you're jealous of and then look and see. Um, I think it's in the artist way. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I did that. I made a list and then I was like, what do these people have in common? And they were all video bloggers. Oh, right. <laughs> and then that's I started so a video. I started to do my YouTube channel and then I stopped yeah. feeling jealous of them. Yeah, that's really a great exercise. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, both questions were astrology related. So that was that. Um, <laughs> that was that. <laughs> Very smooth transition. Um, I, is it time for me? Yeah. Great. <laughs> that means it's time for the energy report. I just want to say that, uh, yeah, I'm a little, I also think this Uva Ursi is making me a little tired. It's strange. I, I looked up to see what the side effects are. None of these are listed. Dreams, mm. tired, fatigue. But you know what? Everybody is different. Everybody is different. And I really think, because I'm usually when I wake up, I'm like ready to go and I'm 
really tired. Or maybe it's your body also fighting off the infection. Yeah, but I think I can imagine that if it's a side effect of Uversi to have vivid dreams, like maybe the subtlety of that hasn't really translated into the, you know, the websites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really anyway. interesting. I want to research Uversi after this. I'm going to yeah. look in all my herb books and see what I can find. I mean, it's pretty great. But I just need to tone it down a little. Anywho, okay. So the energy this week, it is kind of like a, um, it's like we're still in that Scorpio shedding of patterns, but it's almost like it's, well, we have this nice um, energy coming in definitely astrologically of this love, as I've talked about before, but really it still is what I am noticing are these patterns coming up to be released again. That's really mm. like the, and these patterns directly related to old stories that we are, have lived by, which have turned into habits, which have turned into patterns. Mm. So like, you know, just if you have a, belief about yourself or what you can have, um, how much you can bring in, whatever it is, we're now releasing these more and more to be who we really are. So I'm really noticing this, um, this frustration and finally uh, letting go, like I'm done with this. I'm ready to be the wholeness of who I am. Mm, so it's cool. a really powerful time and it does remind me of Scorpio in that it's the delving, you know, experiencing them, but it does have the energy of Sagittarius and like, it's like, we're done, like no more, you know, I'm done with this. Yeah, we're ready to move on to other vistas. Yes. And to be who we are meant to be, to be our whole selves, which is a really beautiful thing. Yeah. That's and the freedom. why we're here. The yes. freedom and sparkly energy of Sagittarius. Yeah. That's so cool. We, I can feel that. Yeah. We're really not here to be living in our patterns. Mm -hmm. So what I would say, um, I did post this on Instagram and it's truly the like quickest way to release these patterns. Well, it's kind of a double thing. One, you have to be aware of it. Like you have to be aware, oh, I'm in a pattern right now. So, um, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling, you know, any kind of yuckiness that you can't even name, just know that's not who you truly are. So you may at first just want to notice like, oh, wait, ask yourself is th this has been a really powerful thing for me that I've been doing the last couple months or maybe month of asking myself, is this a pattern or is this my soul? Mm. So if I'm feeling like um, bad about anything, I'll just be like, well, is this my soul? No, it's not my soul. This is not my soul growth. This isn't a growing pattern, growing, you know, expression of myself. This is an old pattern. So first you recognize it. And then once you recognize it, it may be as simple as asking yourself, can I let this go? I mean, it may be that easy. Um, if it isn't, if it's something harder, you can check in with your body. This is what I posted on Instagram is checking in with your body. Where am I feeling this? Because that's going to cut through you getting in your head about it. And especially air signs and just like people who have a lot of anxiety, you can spend a lot of time in your head mulling over things, you know, circling. Mm -hmm. um, so the quickest way to get past circling is to go into your body. Where am I feeling it? Breathe into that. And then 
I, my suggestion is inner child. Ask your, what do you need? What are you feeling? Give her or him compassion or them. Um, so to get past that story, connecting to that inner child and really the body, um, is such a beautiful way in any way that you can to, um, connecting to the body with the breath to get past these, these old patterns. So has there been like um, a theme with the patterns that you've noticed or has it been just like? No, not really. It's just what I have noticed is people just like old um, relationships, I would say, for the most part are, I guess maybe if it's a pattern, it's relationships like and how mm-hmm. people are behaving in relationships. Like, no, I don't deserve this anymore <laughs> or uh, not that you ever did, but, yeah. um, but just like, no, no tolerance anymore for being in, in relationships that aren't serving. Um, I'm trying to think what else, or you know what? It is also mind habitual patterns too, of just like, I don't want to beat myself up anymore. This isn't working for me. Oh Yeah. So that's why I'm saying connecting to the body and giving yourself compassion um, and noticing, like I said, that's a, that's a big one. And noticing in a relationship, oh, I, I, this, I don't like this. Yeah. You know, this doesn't serve me anymore. And like, I don't need to keep on thinking I deserve it or that it's yeah. like expecting that, that I have been like, when you're talking, I'm really resonating with when I've been meditating and tapping in in the morning, this kind of like, I could see it being the Sagittarius freedom of, oh yeah, like even more. I mean, I've known this, but to just really feel it of like expecting things to keep looking the way they're looking. Like mm. they don't, anything can happen like yes. tomorrow. Like, and it's not, or even like the story of like, oh yeah, you, when you make money, you make it like methodically over time. And like, that's mm. fine. You can, but yeah. you can also, who knows? You could get, have a huge unexpected windfall tomorrow. You know? That's right. Like, that that's kind great. of thing. Yes, yeah. That's a more um, positive, like, yeah, if you're taking it to another level of like, oh, I'm used to this sort of pattern of abundance that has been gr- good, mm-hmm. but I could have even, what if I could have even more? Yeah. To kind yeah. of just see like, oh, I don't need to just kind of like it. expect that it's yes. going to be the same amount of or the same rate or whatever yeah yeah I love that yeah limiting your expression or limiting your um ability to receive Mm -hmm. yeah I really feel like the universe is just asking us to open up even more to what to who we are the full the truth of who we are the full expression of who we are and all possibility yes all possibility and especially if you're in like a more like um you're not struggling with as much with old patterns, then I can totally see how it's like, okay, I'm even more ready now. Yeah. Letting go of those old patterns. And now you can bring in even more abundance and yeah. more expression of the truth of who love you are. connection. Yeah. yeah. All of that abundance in all its ways. Yeah. Prosperity. So there you go. That was the energy report. Okay. And now it's time for Practical magic. So, of course, 
there is a correlation. And it's um, what I was tapping into. I wasn't sure. I looked at the calendar. Mm. The Mm -hmm. moon is waxing. uh, Mm -hmm. We're in Sagittarius season. So those are two expansive things. Sagittarius Mm. ruled by Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion. Mm -hmm. And then the energies are expanding. And so I checked in with my pendulum and Mm. I discovered that something that will be good for us this week is a prosperity spell. Oh, that does tap into it. Yeah. So the spell, I mean, you can certainly tap, and I recommend doing this on Thursday if you can, Mm -hmm. because that is the day ruled by Jupiter, which is the day Mm -hmm. of expansion. So it's the day to do prosperity magic, which of of course you can, if it feels right to you, you can do it a different day, but ideally Thursday. And you can pick any prosperity spell that calls you, but here's a simple one that you can do. Um, It's to take a dollar bill or whatever your denomination is in your country and to anoint it with essential oil of patchouli. Or if you hate patchouli, which many people do, you can use pine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then fold the dollar toward yourself or the bill toward yourself once, fold it in half, and then fold it again toward yourself and put it in your wallet or your purse and put it like behind your ID or like in a little pocket in your purse so you're not going to spend it but so it's just in there just kind of like acting as a magnet so you always have this little charm that helps you to feel abundant and of course like with any spell take a moment before you do it take some deep breaths feel connected call on the divine in a way that feels powerful for you and then really feel you know what you are wanting to manifest which is abundance so you can just take some time to be like oh this feels so wonderful to get to you know Mm. whatever is luxury to you like you just feel like oh I get to go into the store and buy whatever I want and I'm what how do I want to spend this money or like how great does it feel just to have all this money in the bank and even more rolling in from unexpected and expected sources you know Mm -hmm. just tap into that gratitude as if it's already 100% present in your life experience. That's the important part of the spell. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you anoint the dollar, you fold it, you put it in your wallet or your purse, and then you just expect, you know, you're in that energy like you do with magic. Just that fun. You always want to like let go of it. Like, Mm -hmm. here we Mm -hmm. go. We're sending this letter to the universe or putting Mm -hmm. in our order. But then Mm -hmm. you feel like that joy, that grateful expectation. How's it going to show up? And you just kind of being in that space of looking (laughs) for it helps you to magnetize it. I think I may have said this before, but I remember when I wanted a um, boyfriend, I was trying to manifest a relationship and um, I remember reading that Drew Barrymore said that she, when she was in between relationships, she would just be so excited to find out where's her oh, next one coming fun. from. Yeah. And that really resonated with me at the time, like to switch from that scarcity feeling and into like, oh my God, this is so fun. All right. Could be anywhere. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's perfect. That's the yeah. perfect way to describe that joyful yeah. expectations like you're holding on to it but you're not holding on to it so tightly like it has to happen this way yeah. you know that's where the magic that's where you like allow the space for the universe to come in and co-create with you yes exactly and you're not I wouldn't describe it as holding I guess maybe but just kind of like you know what you want but I wouldn't describe it for myself as being like holding in any way when you're in that place it's just like 
oh, I know what I want. And so it's just that feeling of excitement. Yeah. yeah. It's on its way. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I heard another thing this week where someone was talking about manifesting and saying like um, that she would just ask for so many things and um, get so excited about them. And then whatever came was just so exciting. So like she didn't even expect she kind of she expected things to show up, but it was just like. What it was exactly didn't even matter because there were so many and it's like so exciting waiting for whatever it was. Oh, that's so fun. That reminds me of like um, when I was in Minneapolis one time, I discovered that it's a thing in Minneapolis to order like on the menu. There's a thing you can order. Do they have this in where you live where you order something and it's like surprise me kind of like. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know about how many cities that's in, but (laughs) it happened at a number of restaurants in Minneapolis. Really? Yeah. I forget what it's called. But so like maybe grab bag. I don't know. But uh-huh. it's like you order something and you're just like, yeah, whatever is going to come. Where oh. surprise me. I wouldn't like that with food, but no, but I some do people like do. Yes, yeah, some and, people do. Yeah, mm-hmm. energetically with that's just what it reminds me of. Yeah, <laughs> she's like yeah, whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is. This is so fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is important to say she was clear. Like she did ask for a bunch of things, or like say like this is what I want to create, and then however it shows up, whatever it is, will be like bonus. Yeah, I think that clarity is good because you don't want to ask for like <laughs> I don't know anything because then maybe things you don't want. Yeah, specific, but not too specific. I think that's yeah. a really important thing about manifesting. Like totally. you want to get into, I think this, uh, the way that you can monitor that is the feeling you want to have. Like yes. what feeling do I want to have? That's the, how specific you want to be. Exactly. Like the essence. What is the mm-hmm. essence? Do you can do a little, um, thinking about that because actually we were, I did I, I don't think I mentioned this last time we were doing vision boards here a couple of weeks ago and. I think, oh, I think I did mention this. That my friend was like, oh, wait, oh, what was it? Well, she was saying that she didn't like money. Like, she was like, ugh, I don't like rich people. I don't want, like, ugh, money was, oh, I didn't say this. No, I don't think I. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, you do. I mean, she was saying she did want money. So I was like, maybe, yeah, think about what is the feeling that you want money to bring you because she was associating money with so many negative things. Oh yeah. The people do. We, we do often have baggage associated. Totally. Yeah. We, I feel like I've said totally so many times this episode. Can I blame everything on the Uber? Um, but yeah, (laughs) that's a side effect. (laughs) Google it. Do you say totally a lot (laughs) when you're taking Uber? Um, anyway, and she realized that what it, was was joy like the feeling that she wanted money to bring her was joy yeah so once you focus in on that then it's so much easier because we definitely all have even though I was lucky enough to grow up with money um from my parents it still has different baggage because my mom was very snobby and so then I was like I don't like rich people not Mm. that she was fully rich but they had money and Excuse me. And so then from there, I was like, oh, I never want to be rich because I don't like snobbiness. And I don't, you know, that's not me. But, you know, you don't have to. Isn't it funny how we like tell these stories about money and um, and they don't have to be true. I think that's another important thing, because I remember my mom told me when I was a kid, (coughs) she told me um, this is the thing about money. 
everyone always lives to the edge of their means. So oh however much money someone has, they always spend it all. Like, and wow. I was like, oh, I'm like, yes, that must be true because my mom told me that. So then at some point I had to be like, oh, no, actually, like lots of people save money and have money in the <laughs> bank and don't spend every penny that they have. Yeah. And but it's just I think it's interesting how we like seems like especially with money, we tell like this is true for everyone. Like yes. it, people like you're supposed people with money are snobs or mine was everyone yeah. spends every penny they have. You know? Yes. It's like yeah. there's all different people and all different relationships. So I remember being in LA too and when I first moved there thinking like, oh people who have money are unhappy. Like I had mm, that story. Yes. Like, you can just see they're just they're frowning all the time. And it was like, <laughs> where did I get that? it's not even doesn't have to be true and I it's not really true. So yeah. to just kind of look at those stories that we have about money and then look for examples that that are showing that your story isn't always true right you know? and, and make up a new story I forgot that was one of the things I was going to say about to do for my um, segment was writing down the new story that you want to create mm-hmm. um, as if it's already happening but and like so looking to for gr- that for proof yeah. Yeah. Because once you write it down, I think it really grounds a lot of people. I was seeing that this week anyway. And um, and then it'll help you to see the proof more mm-hmm. because you have that written down. Like it's like and if you don't like writing, you don't have to. But like it's like more in your brain and your system that this exists. It doesn't have to be this particular way. Yeah, there's a lot of power in writing. So you can write the new story and then you can write about your new relationship with money and in the present tense as if already true. And I think it's really good too to sign and date because then you're Mm. like, this is an agreement. Like you, it's a message to yourself like this. I'm really, I'm writing this down and I'm believing this and this is now this is going to be true moving forward. It's grounded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. And that's a great thing I'll just say about spells, too, is it really gets it in there like because mm-hmm. you're doing it on a physical level, too. Yeah. So doing the, the money spell that I was talking about along with rewriting your stories oh, yeah. about money, that's going to be pretty powerful. Yeah. Oh, the la- the real last thing I'll say is uh, you may notice um, with when you do like rituals and stuff that it brings up the old story and, oh, I, yeah. you know, just for you to be like, oh, that doesn't fit this. I need oh, to clear it yeah. out. Yeah. So sometimes that will happen. Like if you're looking to create something and you're like, why is all this other stuff coming up? It's just because it was already there, but it's it was kind of underneath the gunk and it's ready to come. It just means it needs to come out to be cleared out. Yeah, and you can just have like a sense of lightness and joy about it. It doesn't have to be like, oh yeah. no, it's all this baggage coming up. I have to do all of this analyzing. Yeah, no. You can just no. kind of like, oh, okay, good. Great. We can let it go. Yeah, I used to believe that. That's funny. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need that. That doesn't serve me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So should we pick our cards for the week? Yes, but first we should do our Oh, house right. Today. We should promote everything <laughs> let's do it promote okay. everything everything in Time. the world NBC. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i chose NBC. okay you can find me at highestlighthealing.com and uh, you can book a session with me on there i just did a newsletter um 
but I, they come out monthly pretty much. You can sign up for that and you get a chakra meditation when you do. And you can find me on Instagram, Highest Light Healing. And you can find me on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on Instagram at Tess4444, on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst. And you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com and Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram and Magic Monday Pod on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And also now we have a listener group, Magic Monday listeners. Sometimes I will ask them, oh, you know what I do want to say real quick because this came up on there. Um, And it came up weirdly in a reading. Um, I often talk about blowing up roses or any other um, object that you want to imagine. Gold rose outside your space or whatever you want to picture. Gold balloon. Um, And both people, it's funny, it happened the same week, someone asked this question that happened in reading, thought that I meant blowing it up, like, like, um, I guess, like, just it flies away, like it blows oh, away. Oh, like a balloon? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But what I mean is exploding it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exploding the rose, exploding the balloon. So if the, you know, floating away works for you. No, I think you should blow it up, actually, because then you don't want that energy going out in the world if it absorbs other people's energy. You want it to go recycle into the earth or go back to them or come back to you. So, yeah, I did mean blowing it up. So that's the the rose is when you, you like, move the rose through your field, kind of like a lint brush, like pulling the negative energy out. And then you explode it. Outside your space. Yeah. And that's – I think of that as, like, alchemy, kind of like the violet flame. Like, it's, like, just pure positive energy now. It just all transforms into positive. You mean when you blow it up? Mm -hmm. Yes. Once it's blown up. Yes. Yes. That's right. Or you can also have it, like I say, the golden fence around you, like to protect your energy so that anyone else's energy doesn't come in and yours stays with you. And then you can also explode that fence. And then, yes, it goes back to whoever it belongs to or goes into the earth to be recycled. Um, Like after you've used the fence as a shield. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. After you've used it, then you blow it up. And, and then if there is any of yours, it comes back to you through the crown chakra. Cool. So anyway, yeah, I didn't mean fly it away. So I just wanted to make that clear. And so there is a Magic Monday um, podcast listeners group on Facebook if you would like to join it. Yeah, and we have a newsletter, um, which you can sign up for on our website. And we would really appreciate it if you would rate and review us. We really would on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you want to. But on Apple Podcasts, um, it helps us be seen. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we're seen. We're bright lights. (laughs) But by the podcast world so other people can't see us. All right, what um we're gonna pick a card now for the week. What deck are you using? I'm using my magic of flowers or oh, okay good because I'm using wisdom of the hidden realms which you sometimes use Ooh. but I felt called to cool. I didn't know you had that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Mm. Um do you want to go first or do you want I just oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah and it's embrace the shadow. Oh, my God. There we go. We were just talking about that. Yeah. And it's so funny because Ted and I did watch the beginning of um, 
of Groundhog Day yesterday and that I love that it's such a spiritual movie but I love how mm. um his name is Phil and then the name of the groundhog is Phil and it's like is Phil gonna wake up and see his shadow or not oh, like that's funny. I know I was just really tapping into the metaphysical nature of Phil seeing his shadow because that's what he eventually heals it his shadow he like looks at a shadow yeah, and heals it that's true and <laughs> so um so yeah, this week let's just keep on looking with compassion at our yeah. old patterns and stories with love and acceptance. So in this card, there's a woman and she has one hand on her heart and one hand on her belly and she's just you can just feel her sending herself love as she lets in all of what's going on with her. So like noticing your breath, sending yourself love. And then if you feel pain, if you feel loneliness, if you feel like if you notice old stories of lack and limitation, just like feeling compassion for yourself as you notice them and then letting them go. Yeah. Rewriting them like we've been talking about. Yeah. I love it. And then this is the other part of what we are talking about because the that shadow stuff might come up. When you're doing your manifesting. And I pick Gaia's garden, which is abundance mm. reaping what you sow. Oh. So it says in Gaia's garden, you have everything you need to make your dreams come true. There is no shortage of anything and you're constantly reminded of the law of supply. Gaia is the infinite spirit manifest in all tangible in all tangible things. She represents the abundance of nature. When she comes to you as your ally, she invites you to partake of all the blessings of life. There will always be enough for everyone. This is also what we posted today I, on I Instagram. Success <laughs> comes to you from the fruits of your intentions and all is well with the world as a result. This is also a sign to remind you to give thanks and maintain an attitude of humility and gratitude as your greatest good now manifests for you. Gaia's gifts are sweeter when you share them with others. I love it. I love it when our cards just are like, yep, yeah, this is what it is. I feel like it's every week. Yeah, I do too. In some way, but sometimes it's, it's more obvious this is than others. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like we're healing our relationships definitely with abundance. I feel like I want to mention just I feel like it's important to realize that we have a lot of us have been raised with the story that money is not spiritual Mm -hmm. and it is it's neutral. Like remember that Mm -hmm. it it is a neutral. It's like means of exchange. And when we attract abundance and we have abundance it doesn't mean we're taking we don't have to i mean some people do some people are greedy and they take money from other people in an unfair way but that's not the relationship that we have to have with money so to just realize like the universe does want to support you and it is a really natural aspect of being a divine child to be perfectly supported and and loved and nourished so and that's another one of my mantras i've been saying a lot lately is the universe or everything is happening for me not to me yeah yeah so that's a great reminder all right everybody we'll have a great week thanks for listening thanks for listening we love you
say totally a lot when you're taking Uber. 